Adelaide United family, welcome back to the Pitch Podcast. Jared here after a very successful weekend. Our A-League women take three points off the glory. Our A-League men take three points off the Jets. And we look forward to a doubleheader at Cooper Stadium where our women take on the Jets and the men take on the Phoenix. There's a fair bit going on. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But um, it's been a huge week for our A-League men because two of our players have been called up to the Socceroos squad as they prepare to take on Ecuador in Sydney and Melbourne. Congratulations to our captain, Craig Goodwin, who will retain his spot as kind of like the come-home celebration of our Socceroos. Um, and to Joe Gauci, who will take the spot left by Danny Vukovic, and it's a well-deserved spot. I've been talking about this for ages. So, Joe, congratulations. The other exciting news is one of our train-ons, the only person selected to train on with our Socceroos, and that is Nestori Irinkunda. And we finally got a hold of you, mate, because you are basically living on Media Street at the moment. So, congratulations. Um, welcome to the Pitch Podcast. I know you've done a lot of media over the past few weeks. So, how are you handling it all, my friend? Because I got a huge reality check when I got into the car park here at Cooper Stadium. Is that you with the L plates on the car driving in here, or is that <laughs> someone else's car? No, nah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm learning how to drive, get my get my license this month, maybe next month. But yeah. it's crazy, man. So, how's it all been going for you, um, Nestori Irinkunda, the person? We'll talk about the football in a second, but you've gone pretty quickly from scoring a couple of goals last year to consistently scoring goals, and everyone wants a piece of you, mate. So, how are you dealing with it all? No, everything's fine now. Obviously, um. The goals and everything, we I put that all aside, obviously. Um, yeah, my life is pretty much getting sorted now. So just getting my license first and then I guess I'm ready to be living life as a teenager. You're 14 years old. It's pretty pretty crazy the things that we don't think about and I think it was quite quite symbolic of myself driving into the car park and seeing L plates on a car. So what does, what does a week look like for you as a footballer of – how you get to training, how you get to matches and things like that? No, I, sometimes I drive myself to training with my parents, obviously, in the car because I'm a learner. Yeah, because you'd be a criminal if you did that and you'd yeah, be in jail obviously. and not scoring <laughs> goals. So that's good, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just get to training every day with my parents and then do my work at training, get everything sorted, done with, and then go to school afterwards and then try to get everything done there. School's not really for everybody, so... I just try to do my best, obviously, because I'm not that good with school. But I guess I'm getting there, trying to finish year 12 and then get my life sorted there. So how often do you need to be at school? Is it your life not the same as like an average teenager? You don't have to be there Monday to Friday. Obviously, you've got to train for football. So that is that you've got to find some sort of balance there? No, it's, it feels the same, obviously. I just try to get to school every day, if possible. But I just try to go every day, so... Yeah, try to get all my work done, go to school every day, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. You've been doing a stack of interviews um, after matches. Um, you've just done a press conference here um, at Cooper Stadium with your father, and it's it's great to see. Um, what is, what's probably the more common questions you're getting asked? What do people in the media specifically want to know about you? They normally always ask about my celebration. They always ask about the somersaults and everything, but... And the goals, obviously. So I just give them the response that I have on my mind, which is how I learned the celebration. So I don't really have much to say for the media, but 
I just put in the word for them. Yeah. Do you like doing it, the media stuff? Because I, I no. think sometimes we forget that you're a young kid that just wants to play football and there's also like a, a responsibility that you have to represent the club and therefore the fans and the sponsors who want to hear from you. But I think sometimes we forget that you're still developing as a human being and we can't expect you to be ready just like that to jump in front of the media. That takes time. Yeah, it does take time. Obviously, I'm not that good with media right now, but that's football. Football, yeah. You're going to get a lot of media come up to you, ask questions and everything. So I just try to put the responses together and I give it to them, yeah. The goal you scored on the weekend, I was worried because you had a real low-key approach to your triple backflip or whatever it was. And I thought, you're exhausted and you're going to injure yourself. So I don't need to know about how you come up with the celebrations, but why did that one look like it took less effort than the pace you take for some of your other ones because that was I felt uncomfortable watching it because I can't even touch my toes mate no obviously um I've just learned that somersault recently so I don't know I had to get really low so I could do all three backflips so yeah it happened I got really low some people were worried obviously people texted me giving me messages telling me they're worried but I wasn't worried at all so it just happened and I'm happy that I've done that celebration for the fans and everybody yeah we'll come back to you in a moment it was a very important win uh, against the Jets on the weekend where I feel that we're really good at scoring goals at the moment, but we are conceding some goals too, which when it comes to the back end of the season against quality opposition, we need to make sure that we stop that. Um, how was the, the feeling in the change rooms afterwards? We're in second position at the moment, but with an important match against the Phoenix on Friday, there's three points separating us and them. There's three points separating second and fifth, so we can't take any team for granted. Yeah, we're not worried about any team, obviously. Um, we're on a good run right now. And we've got a game home this week against the Phoenix. So the fans are going to come out. They're going to give us the atmosphere we need. And we're going we're gonna to try to kill the team, yeah. We're going to try to kill Phoenix. For you, it was almost this time last year um, that you managed to win the medal for the best on ground for a really special time when it came to um, Australia and how they celebrate um, our armed forces. I wanted to ask you about your approach to playing football because what I think I've noticed about you is that 12 months ago, Nestori Irin Kunda would say, no, I'm really happy I scored goals. I'm there to do what I need to do for the team. You scored a couple of weeks ago and then straight after the game, you said, I've got a lot of work to do when it comes to my football. I think that's a big shift in your um, growth and maturity. Where do you need to improve your football to continually get better? We know you can score goals, but what do you need to do to get better? Just got to fix up my fitness, my fitness, obviously. So once I get my fitness sorted, I'm going to be unstoppable, I guess. I'm going to try to rip it up. So I am just need to get my fitness sorted. When you say fitness, is that your plan then? You want to be able to start matches and, and play out the majority of those yeah, of games? Course, yeah. So how do you improve your fitness? Is that just a time thing or do you need to be working harder? No, I try to work my hardest, obviously. Um, I, do, I do extras when I get home. I just start working straight away again. So there's no, there's no time off, no day off for me. So it's everyday working now. Do you have to speak to the coaches and the fitness staff where you almost need to be patient because your body's still developing because you are a teenager? So there's literally a, a part of growing as a human where your body needs to adjust with age and um, repetition where – it will come, the fitness, no matter how much you, you put in, it's going to naturally take its toll too? No, I don't really talk to the staff or the fitness coaches about my fitness or anything. It just, 
it's just what I have in my mind and something that I want to improve on a lot. So it's just something that I need to do to become a better soccer player. So it's going to happen soon, hopefully, yeah. What's the mentality when Carl comes and has a chat with you, especially at Cooper Stadium? You would have noticed over the past couple of games, you go and warm up, especially at that northern end, people are cheering your name straight away. They want you to get onto the pitch and then Carl makes a decision alongside Mark, Eugene and Ed and you go on. Straight away, is it, I need to score? Is it, I'm going to score? Or if I work my hardest, the result will take care of itself? It's a bit of all three, yeah. So for me, it's I, I want to score. And I know I'm going to score. So it's just my mentality has changed, obviously, the last few months. Um, I had some problems at the start of the year. So, yeah, I've tried to fix everything and it's working now. Yeah. Can you expand on that? What do you mean? Is in the way that you approach the game that you needed to take care of? Sometimes I, would, I wouldn't feel like, uh, I wouldn't feel hyped or anything. I'd feel relaxed, too relaxed for me to, you know, feel like I'm going to have my best performances. So, I don't know, I've switched a lot of things up and now I feel like I'm always ready to come on, score a goal, help the team out as much as I can. So, it's just something that I've fixed and it's all in it's all in the brain and everything. So, yeah. Who do you surround yourself with at the club? Everybody has their own different story. There's like, there's the dad's club like Craig Goodwin and Benny Warland who go off and hang out with their kids, the Spanish boys who all do their own thing. Um, who are some of your closest friends or do you, do you make sure that you've got a good group of people outside of football to keep you balanced? Yeah, I don't really hang around with people outside of football. Just, I guess, maybe 10, 10 people. That's, that's the max people I could hang around with. Um, sometimes there's a lot more, but that's just, that's just how life is. Um, at training, game day, I stay close with Musa, Musa Ture, 3.0, yeah. Just hang around with him a lot because we have that we have that friendship there, the connection and everything. So, because me and Mo were really close and um, talked to Alassane a couple of times. So, Musa I feel you're lucky to have Musa at the club because if he wasn't here, a lot of that core group of players, if you think over the past couple of seasons, Cassini Yengi has now gone to the Wanderers. Al Hassan has gone, you know, um, Mo's gone. Uh, and the fact that you still have one of your close friends here with you, I'm sure that's really important to you. So you've got someone to really lean on. Yeah, it helps a lot, obviously, yeah. All the other boys have um, made some moves, but having Musa here helps a lot. Um, the connection's there 100%, so there will never, ever be anything wrong with me and him. Uh, I just love, I love having him by my side at training. He makes me happy, he makes me laugh and everything, so... Makes me comfortable. So last year, I get to see you alongside Popper and Issa at the A-League All-Stars match against Barcelona. It's, it's pretty crazy when you think about it. I had a conversation with you there and at the end of the match where you got to meet these players that you were playing FIFA with. Um, that experience, I'm sure, was pretty cool. Did you, did you get to keep a jersey or anything? Or did yeah. you have photos? Yeah, yeah, who'd you, yeah. Whose jersey did you get? I got Balde. It's not bad. Yeah, he's 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 killing it now. Right? Yeah, he's killing right. it. Yeah. yeah, he's killing it. He's really fast. Um, I got a couple photos. I got photos with um my idol Dembele. Got yeah. a photo with him. Got a couple of them. Um, I was unfortunate not to get his top. Who got his top? Piscopo, I think. Yeah, I'll don't worry about you, mate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about. Him, <laughs> <laughs> and then um this week it's a really special week for you because um 
you get announced as a train on for the Subway Socceroos, which is incredible, man, because if you think about it, apart from the injury replacements, and there's a fair few because we know that Martin Ball's not playing, Jamie McLaren, Matthew Leckie, a couple of players come in like Brandon Brello, who's obviously well-deserved Geordie Boss from Melbourne City, but um, your name's there too, where you get to be a part of this national team camp. Can you just confirm something for me? So you don't go and play in the under-20s because you still qualify for the under-17s, is that right? Yeah. So then you go and train on with the senior senior team. There's no bigger team than the Subway Socceroos. How did you find out this was happening? Did you get a call from Arnie? Did you get an email? How did it happen? Yeah, it was a bit of both actually, yeah. Um, I got the training and Carl called me into his office and he gave me a word, spoke to me about some things. So, And then a few days later, Graham Arnold called and obviously I was I was happy and I was excited after hearing the news. Um, it's a really good opportunity for me. Obviously, 100%. I'm going to go with um, two players from here, Craig Goodwin and Joe. So hopefully they can help me out while I'm there and I can put in my best performances in training. The great thing about Graham Arnold and what he's been able to do with the Socceroos is similar to Carl, if you are a player, he doesn't see age, he doesn't see experience, he sees someone with the right work ethic and commitment and that's shown you now a clear pathway to represent your country on the biggest stage if it's there. Can you talk about some of your football goals? You're here right now at Adelaide United. We don't know how long for. That's up to whoever wants to put in an offer for you and whatever happens with the club, you can only control what you want. But what are your some of your football dreams in the short term and the long term? No, obviously, I've got some big dreams. I want to play in the Premier League one day. But obviously, pay for FC Barcelona. Um, but... For me right now, I just want to focus on Adelaide United. I, I, I love the club a lot, obviously. Um, for me, uh, I'm trying to stay a couple of years, maybe two more years, see how long my contract has left. So hopefully it's a bit bit of a while that i got left here. But yeah, I just want to go far in Europe. I'm not trying to be one of them players that go there, come back. So just going to work hard because that happens with a lot of kids doesn't it a lot yes. of a lot of people go over too early and they come back and then they almost have to rediscover their football identity because you can go overseas and not play yeah. and then you you almost get wasted away a little bit so you, that you're aware of that what happens to some of the kids of your age yeah i've, I've seen it a long time ago i've seen it when i was a bit younger but i've seen that happen and for me since then i've never wanted to be one of them players that come and then go so it's none of that for me, it's just I want to go there, stay there, play the best football I can, improve my hardest and do all the hard work here. Yeah. I had a question that was posed to me during the week about your number 66. Is there a particular reason why you wear 66? We know that um, Asad Kasumovic is a gangster and he likes AK-47, but um, <laughs> <laughs> why do you have 66? No, 66, it's not an, I didn't pick the number. It's, I reckon it's because... My date of birth, obviously, so the O six at the end, so and then they just added another six, so sixty six. Um, I was looking forward to changing it, but I got advised to keep the number, and it's it's helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Your dad sitting here at the moment is on his phone, pretending he's not listening. How important is your family to you? No, they mean a lot, of course. Um, they take care. They take good care of me, obviously. Um, Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got four older sisters. No, three. Nah, yeah, three, three older sisters, two younger. Oh yeah, sisters. don't look at me. I don't know why I asked I you the question. Even, I didn't even know. <laughs> um, nah, three, three older sisters, uh, two younger sisters, and two older brothers. Yeah. So, how many tickets do you get requests for for every game? Too much. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it gets annoying, I swear. Yeah, it gets annoying. Where it'd be people I've never spoken to in my life just texting me somehow, just asking for tickets. But I have a big family, so I just ask for my family and I give it to them so everybody turns up and supports me, yeah. I love it, bro. I'm not going to keep you too much longer because I've, I've really enjoyed sitting here. I feel really uncomfortable being in the change rooms. I don't like going into the change rooms because it's not my place to be. I've been in the change rooms once before this, and that was when we won the um, the grand final, and that was one of the best moments of my life. But um, to sit down with you, mate, and have a chat to you, I think has been really special because it's good to get to know the person. Um, we all see you scoring goals in that short amount of time and the impact that you make, but we know that you've got so many more bigger dreams than that. And sometimes I think that um, in Adelaide, where football isn't the number one sport, we get a little bit carried away that you've scored in, I think, three consecutive games now or whatever. So what happens if you don't score on the weekend? And the thing for us is, as Adelaide United fans, we know there's another one coming. So we love what you do for the club at brings people through the gates at Cooper Stadium and mate congratulations you're going to be representing your country again don't worry about that word train on at the start of it you are part of the Subway Socceroos bro that's it's unreal man so you should be really proud of the way that you've carried yourself um, and representing your family too so Nestori Aaron Kunda, um, thank you for the time on the pitch we will see you on the pitch on Friday and we appreciate it man cheers thank you